And welcome back, everybody, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and this is episode 41. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Let's kill that bass head. Let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T-Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome everybody to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bowes, and sitting virtually across from me is Maddie G. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing today, Maddie G? Oh, not too bad. How about you, buddy? Oh, hanging in there. You know, COVID's still not getting me down yet. Uh, you know, as long as the show keeps going, I don't feel that isolated. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Uh, today we have a very special guest. Uh, he is an actor of the trade, and uh, he has done some, several, actually many, many things under his belt. Uh, one that, uh, of course, always comes to mind is the fact that he was on MacGyver. Now, not the original one with Richard Dean Anderson, but the uh, the new version of MacGyver. So maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him about that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Eric Morris. Eric. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. That's uh, exciting for us. Uh, it was funny. We were um, giving uh, I was giving a little rundown with uh, Matty G earlier today, so he was looking up your IMDb, and I think he was rather smitten with your uh, photographs. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I ain't gay, but if I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, so thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you yeah know, it's, it's all it's all in the uh it's all in the makeup and the lighting man oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what i tell my wife yeah <laughs> that's what she <laughs> says to you too no. <laughs> oh goodness G, let's jump into the news shall we all righty first article man wears kkk hood as a mask to go shopping in california oh my god <laughs> yeah so already uh, already off to a good start. So uh, the article reads, people in San Diego are, are supposed to be very chill, but one shopper definitely didn't get the memo. Um, the day after San Diegans were told that uh, to wear face coverings in public, emphasis on face coverings, uh, one man made a ridiculous choice. He went to a grocery store wearing a Ku Klux Klan hood. Um, <laughs> the man was reportedly asked to move. Um, to, uh, to move and by staff to take off the hood um, or he had to leave the Vaughn supermarket in the San Diego County City. Uh, this was Saturday. Okay. According to the San Diego Un Union Tribune, which is their local newspaper in that area, uh, he didn't unmask until he was approached by a supervisor in the checkout line. So before I read the rest of the article, it's like you, you, you had your mask on everybody's now pissed off and they're judging you. And then you take your mask off. So everybody knows who the asshole is inside of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at this point, you, if you're committed to keeping that thing on, you might as well keep it, it on. on. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well. um, <laughs> let's hope you're so, not that unliked in your neighborhood, especially if people now know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you're gonna be the hated person in the neighborhood. It's it's, it's crazy, man. So, anyways, so um, he eventually did take the mask off and he did leave the store peacefully. Um, but uh, I guess the mayor put out a statement saying that basically that that's a zero. There's a zero tolerance uh, for that type of behavior, and now the sheriff's department is investigating it as a uh, as a hate crime. So, okay, well, yeah, right, rightfully so. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you've got the San Diego's got the local Klansmen nuts. <laughs> what to say about that? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's you weird. know, of, of all the masks <laughs> and all the things that are happening out there, um, I guess part of me has has kind of thought, oh, I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner. Uh, but at the same time, I I'm still surprised that it happened. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's a pretty tough. Uh, what the guy was thinking, man. Come on now. <laughs> it's like, and I get why they had to use, um, you know, face covering loosely because 
you know, people, some people can't find N95 masks and stuff like that. So people are getting creative. And as long as you have something, you know, protecting, um, it's essentially, you know, saliva mixed with air is what you're protecting. You're keeping it to yourself. So people are getting creative. So I get why they kind of went general. But like, I didn't think that they, uh, sorry about that. I didn't think that they, uh, they meant just, you know, a- a- anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a clan hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to the extreme. That's for sure. Yeah, and we see somebody wearing a uh, Jason uh, Friday the Thirteenth hockey mask around or something. I mean, <laughs> crazy. I can't say it wasn't, man. That's, uh, it's true. I yeah. mean, that actually probably would have been more accepted. <laughs> <laughs> probably so. <laughs> yeah. At least it's, yeah. Uh, Goodness gracious! That's uh, that's yeah. that's crazy. I can't believe the man done that. It's uh, wow. Right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my first news article. You know, I, I got to tell you, mine mine are a little bit more. Um, I mean, maybe a little bit more relaxed than uh, we normally have on here, or a little less risque. But uh, both mine were were uh, Canadian news, so I, I thought this was this was uh, quite fun for us because we're, we're very rare on on uh, some crazy stuff that happens in Canada. So go figure. <laughs> Um, my article title reads, after reports of an alligator being spotted in Brampton, investigators conclude it was a beaver. So, now, what a mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, first of all, when I read the, the, the title, I was like, how does anybody get that confused at all, ever? <laughs> but um, the, the Peel police say that the, it was a beaver that was spotted crawling around in a storm drainage near... Um, credit view uh, in um, James Potter Roads on Brampton late Friday night. Not an alligator. The police responded to calls around 8.30 p.m. to a few people who saw an alligator swimming in a drainage pond within the uh, Damata Park in Brampton. Constable uh, Menon said that people reported five to six foot gator in the drainage pond in the area. Now, five to six feet? Like, that's that's a really big beaver or all these people were high as balls Be- because to, to, to mix them up and then also to get that size wrong, <laughs> you know, that that's like the size of a car for a beaver. <laughs> I'm saying, crazy, man. Yeah. Maybe he was a bald beaver. Right. He had no hair. I mean, <laughs> he's a gator with a beaver. Yeah. That be that beaver grew up beside a nuclear power plant. <laughs> and then, of course, after a few of the the videos uh, of the creature had so, uh, surfaced on social medias, uh, the the animal was determined to be a beaver and not an alligator. And I think they just dismissed this as being some Brampton stupidness. <laughs> so, this was in Canada. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that a... was a Canadian one. So, and and you know, if anything, we of all people should know who a beaver is, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. Polar beater. Right. <laughs> well, well, here's <laughs> here's something that is it's like emblazoned on the back of our nickel, and people still don't know what it is. <laughs> that, that's because we've all moved to to plastic, and nobody sees spare change anymore. <laughs> no, right? bank bank is just a digital number, man. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Maddie, mm-hmm. what's your next one? Okay, so. And this one's a little controversial, actually. So, but I, I, I thought I'd grab it. So, right. the Israeli military puts a kibosh on dancing soldiers after a clip goes viral. Huh. So, yeah, yeah. So, this one's actually quite interesting. So, Israel's military has decided to end the the uh, drafting of soldiers as dancers in its entertainment troops after a video of two male conscripts gyrating on stage uh, prompted criticism that their performance was unbecoming. Uh, most Israelis are conscripted into the armed forces when they turn 18 for a period of two to three years. Uh, a few with particular athletic or artistic skills are allowed to continue these pursuits as part of their military service. So right. I watched the video, and basically it's a female artist, uh, amazing singer, and she had two male backup dancers. And they were putting on like a little concert for the troops and stuff like that. So okay. honestly, like the males were dancing a little provocatively i guess okay um but i don't know man like 
people the, the, the performance was good i have to say it was like it was good like it was well done so i, I guess what had happened was oh go ahead no I, I was gonna say i think that's a cultural thing though right because it's 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 israel mm-hmm. i i don't think that type of behavior with men is considered acceptable for them exactly yeah exactly yeah but it's like it's 2020 yeah. israel come on yeah well <laughs> not everybody is gonna get on that bandwagon right away no i don't think yeah they're not gonna be hashtagging or anything i don't think over there <laughs> yeah. so um yeah so senior officers didn't like the sight of the men dancing in the military fatigues because they were wearing their military fatigues as they were on base when they're doing the concert um and uh, they felt uh, it was reported that they felt that it was disgraceful to the military. Um, the comments online were also so critical. Um, like some people were saying, we might as well just raise the white flag already. Do we have a chance in the next war? Like they were just being overly critical of it. Wow. Um, so the oh. chief of personnel uh, completely shelved the entire initiative. So that's a little over the top. Yeah. You know, that's it's it's pretty friggin' sad, right? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, it was good that they allowed people to kind of branch out and do their own thing and pursue the arts because it is important for sure. Yep. But, but uh, yeah, completely, completely killing the program over, you know, a viral that actually was a pretty decent performance. It's, it's kind of sad. It's an odd thing to be drafted into the military to, and, you know, and to keep and to do the arts, which I think is cool. But at the same token, I guess, yeah, to kind of draw the line of, you know, hey, we don't want you dancing a certain way if you're a man. I mean, that's yeah, hundred percent. Right, either it's kind of weird, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But crazy. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Um. All right. So my next article. Uh. This article was stormtrooper trying to get customers' attention taken down by officers in Canada. Mm. So. Callers had reported seeing a weapon being carried by an employee who had been trying to drum up business for a restaurant that got hit hard by the coronavirus. This um, this restaurant, which is actually its its name is uh, the the Coco Vanilla Galactic Cantina. So obviously big Star Wars fan, but it uh, I think it dabbles in a little other things, marbles and all the uh, the fan fiction kind of things. Um, but the restaurant employee uh, was wearing uh, a really expensive, like a $1,200, very realistic Stormtrooper outfit and um, was basically out trying to drum up business for their Star Wars theme uh, May the 4th um, day. And uh, the employee had been basically detained in, in uh, by officers after they had been reported by 911 that someone was carrying a gun. The employee who was carrying a plastic blaster had been basically just trying to go about drumming up the business uh, when she was approached by the officers. Now, the officers had basically told her to get to her knees and drop to the ground. Um, But the worker, who, of course, was wearing the full outfit, was trying to explain that because of how stiff and realistic the outfit was, she just couldn't get to her knees. (laughs) Um, yeah, so they, uh, you know, she had dropped the gun, um, but they kept telling her that, you know, she had to get down, get down. Uh, and of course they, they literally drove this girl to tears when eventually the officers could hear her sobbing through the mask. And, um, and of course they, there's people who had videoed and they, they'd handcuffed her and everything. Um, in a statement though, the, um, the woman the the police are trying to say the woman didn't comply initially with the officers, but the the videos out there were actually kind of going against what that was saying and saying, no, she totally complied. She let go of the weapon right away. She tried to explain that, you know, she couldn't get to her knees and lie on the ground with the outfit on. Um, but uh, it was it was, of course, confirmed that it was a, a fake plastic gun and that police would maybe have gone a little bit over the top in this thing. Now, the the owner of the the restaurant had basically was, uh, you know, the girl that was in the Star Trooper, the Stormtrooper outfit for Star Wars, uh, apparently doesn't even like Star Wars. And and her her boss was trying to convince her to get into this and get into the role. And he he thinks that maybe after this, she may never like Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the uh, the other thing that's kind of funny about this is um, William Shatner, of course, uh, who is a Canadian actor and and, uh, from Star Trek series, had um, had seen this and actually had posted on um, social media 
stating uh, out uh, basically to the um, he, his, his comment was Captain's Log, Stardate 49. Uh, sending my uh, contempt this morning out to the Leth Police or at Leth Police in, of Alberta for their uh, their poor co- um, decision on on rifles drawn for a plastic toy cosplayer. They didn't comply right away. Are you blind? Watch the video and see how fastly she complied. Uh, this cannot be covered up. So good for William Shatner. Uh, get, uh, and it's really funny because you know there's always that uh, war between Star Wars and Star Trek. Uh, you know, let's put things uh, aside and uh, support this girl that's out there. So it's unfortunate that this, you know, this girl has gotten caught in a, in a little bit of a, a hard place because of her job. But um, this restaurant opener apparently spent $200,000 getting their, their restaurant open in January. Then when the coronavirus hit, he was basically clearing $50 a day when his operating costs are $350 a day. So it's it's really tough, right? I mean, I, I feel really bad for all the restaurant owners out there. I think, hey, you guys went over and above to try to drum up some business and then for the police to take that and crap all over it. It's pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not good. Yep, definitely. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, as big, a big Star Wars fan, that also pisses me off. So yeah, I'm trying not to be too biased on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would see if I was the cops, like I would have had more fun with it. You know what I mean? Like she's already dressed up, full blown stormtrooper. You know what I mean? Like yeah. How how serious of it? Like uh, and maybe it's because of what happened. Uh, we had a, 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 a mass shooting a few weeks ago in Canada, which doesn't happen very often up here. Yeah. And I think everybody's on high alert because of that, and that's probably why they took it so seriously. I'm guessing. Yeah, but it could be a little time. sensitive, but but who doesn't recognize a stormtrooper? I mean, with with all these different, um, you know, cosplayers and like the five hundred first legions out there that that literally spend thousands and thousands of dollars of of reproducing this and going to all the different uh, events and cosplays and and um, fan expos and comic cons out there, like everybody knows a stormtrooper and what that outfit is. I, I don't feel like just because you're walking down the street in this outfit carrying a plastic gun and someone should drop you or, or, or at least no. pull a gun on you saying you have to drop to the ground. When she didn't comply, I would have been like, hey, these are not the handcuffs you're looking for. <laughs> I would have just been, it's okay, this rifle can't hit anything anyways. <laughs> oh, That's well. Funny. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> so, Eric, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Uh, we are, we're very uh, pleased yeah. to have you on here. And uh, let's kind of turn things over to you now. Okay, sure, man. Excellent. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on with you. Oh, we're super excited. Thank you very much. Uh, we, I, yeah. I really want to kind of start things off and, and just jump in and ask you about MacGyver. Now, uh, were you a fan of the, the original series of MacGyver? Yeah, when I was growing up, um, it was one of my shows I watched when I was a young lad. I used to love, love MacGyver and uh, a few others, you yeah. know. But uh, yeah, I, I loved the original. So, so were you kind of excited when when that role had come up? I mean, any role at this point. I mean, be it MacGyver himself or or just playing a, <laughs> a character on the show. I mean, that's got to be kind of like one of those childhood. Yeah. I mean, when you get into the actors and you you kind of see a reboot of a show that you used to like. Um, it must be kind of exciting. Yeah, it's, it's different. I mean, have you guys have you guys seen? Have y'all watched the new one? It, it's. I saw the first two episodes, different. and then life got crazy for yeah. me, and I didn't get into to the rest of them. I really want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my hit list. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's it's different. It's not. It's similar but different. They've kind of made it more geared towards the younger crowd today. Okay. Uh, but uh, but it's actually a good show, man. So, um, yeah, I was excited to be on it. Um, you know, it's not the same as the MacGyver you know, growing up, but I mean, nothing still, will I mean, be the same uh, without Richard Dean Anderson. Right. I mean, like, I mean, he did so many different shows of the time and, uh, and, yeah, and he was see? like one of those classic <laughs> actors that, uh, I don't think he's quite irreplaceable. Um, now I, I, yeah. I do think, I don't know if it was maybe 
six or seven years ago, someone had seen a, a taken a picture of Richard Dean Anderson standing by his car on the side of the road, and it's like, oh, he can break out of a prison using a ballpoint pen and a paper clip, but he can't fix his own car. <laughs> uh, he did have any duct tape, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and the picture, like, he looks really perplexed at what's going on with his car. It was really funny, so... <laughs> That, that is hilarious, man. Um, oh, goodness, that is funny. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I used to love that show when I was a kid, and uh, uh, the Fall Guy—that was kind of you know, yes. Back in the day. That's yeah, generally man. my question I, I, for for stuntmen: Did they ever watch the Fall Guy? And if so, was that like one of those man. you know um, influences of why you wanted to be who you were? Yes, like uh, like Top Gun. While you know, did that make you join the Navy to want to be a fighter pilot? You know, <laughs> you <laughs> right? know so kind of the same thing. You know, uh, I can imagine a, a hit a stunt man that has not that didn't that did not like the fall guy. You know, that was a yeah awesome show. Yeah, yeah. So some of, some of the classics out there. So of, uh, of our listeners who or are not of that generation, I'm sure you could YouTube every one of these things. If you haven't seen them, you have to see them just for. Uh, if not reference value, but uh, it's sheer entertainment. Really good for its time. Now, having said that, I went back and I watched a couple episodes of uh, Knight Rider. Man, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Uh, I thought it was great. Oh, man. And, and and then I went back and I saw a couple episodes, and I all I could think of is that maybe my parents were drugging me as a kid. So <laughs> I know that's, that's the thing about it. The younger generation, if, if they go back and look this stuff up, man, they're going to have to remember you know, technology's come a long ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and acting has too. <laughs> so, yes, very different. And uh, what about uh, you guys? Remember Battle Battlestar Galactica? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know how old you guys are. Yep, yeah. But was... uh, I, I downloaded some of that on Amazon Prime one time. I was bored, and uh, wow. I mean, it is not how I remember it. No, <laughs> no. At the time, like holy moly, it was so good. Yeah, that's what's nice about the the reboot of Battlestar Galactica, because when you watch that, it's more of like what you remember from the the early eighties as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. Oh man, the same with the uh, Fall Guy. I downloaded some of that on uh, Netflix or something, one of those streaming networks, man, and I was like. Man, this is not the same. I mean, even the introduction is the the the, the quality is very blurry. It's you know it's very it's, it's on film. You yes. know what I mean? So it's just a uh, just not the same effect, man. But that yeah. was normal back then. You know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the other thing is the televisions were were so low definition. You never saw all that the the scratches and and film, right? <laughs> it's only when you put it on <laughs> that's, a high def TV, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why everything's being remastered to cut all that crap out. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my yeah. god, what happened to Lee Majors? <laughs> he looked fantastic. Oh, <laughs> so funny, funny story of how I how I got into MacGyver the the not the new one but the old one. So I had never watched an episode, um, and uh, my parents did, mm-hmm. and then I watched the movie MacGruber with Will Forte. Yep, and I had to go back and watch the whole series because it was man. Do you remember that movie, MacGruber? Yep. Like, dude, that that scene where he has to create a distraction, and he puts a piece of celery in his ass and starts <laughs> walking like a duck. I, dude, I I die every time I see that scene. So I had to go back and watch the whole series. So that's what, uh, yeah, fun segue for me on that. <laughs> Man, you know, Matt, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing that a piece of celery in a man's ass is enough to make you want to watch a television <laughs> series from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know they wouldn't get away with that back in the eighties, right? You must have been severely disappointed. <laughs> you don't even want to know how I got into Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I noticed that uh, you actually, um, or, or I should say, before the coronavirus hit, you were in the midst of filming several new pieces. Um, is is any of that still going, or is it all on hold until things kind of clear up? Or like you've got the uh, the Vixens yeah. and Villains and the Rejects Club, um, the Bounty yeah, Hunter, all, all those things. Is, yeah, Bounty Hunter is. Um, all those all those are kind of on hold. I mean, okay. every everything's kind of just man it's uh most productions are not really doing a lot right now and yeah you know, keep saying things are going to keep back up soon but uh you know you just 
who knows, man? Nobody saw this one coming, and um, it's a crazy, crazy thing. I can't believe we're even doing this. I, I never thought I'd see something like this. You know, I, not here in America, it's just weird, you know, to, to notice you know, people's not wearing masks and stuff, and everybody's this virus is going around, and it's pretty bad, you know. But but uh, but soon it should get back to normal or close to some kind of normal. And I think we'll be back to shooting them, you know, regularly. We're going to have to. I mean, it's uh we got to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I often kind of wondered with uh, some of the, I know there's like a lot of crews and everybody who kind of works in behind the scenes of making these shows. But, you know, generally when you look at a, a cast of some of these things and you're only looking at like three and four people on the set at a time or something. And I, I was just like, is there no way that they couldn't screen everybody with a test and then just be like, okay, we're going to lock down for a week in this studio and, and just crank through a whole bunch of recording and then there you go. <laughs> You know, but uh, you know, I mean, uh, that, that might work. Um, it, it, it might come to Tony that, for man. president, twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm already doing a better job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know it, but I don't. I guess they could do that. I mean, um, it would definitely help eliminate cross, you know, contamination or somebody else catching something on set or something like that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, yeah, a crazy well, just, thing. But they I, just have to hire I'm, a new person. I'm, they just bring in the sanitation worker, then, right? Like the person who just comes in and Lysol's yeah. everybody every twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sprays everybody um, with some uh, some Lysol, yeah. wipes them down. <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have to give them like an artsy name, though. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like if it's Hollywood or something, you know, you got to have like an artsy name for the germ guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. we're gonna have to work on that. Maybe we'll we'll get our listeners to like chime in with a with a new uh, with a new crew name for that. <laughs> Yeah, he's the uh, disinfected choreographer, right? There you go. <laughs> hey, that's already sounding better. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so, uh, is there anything that you can you can tell us about some of these new pro- projects that you were working on? Like, how far did you get into any of these? Well, the Bounty Hunter's been going on for a while. It's uh, we've been filming that one for a minute because it's a period piece film okay. based in the uh, Civil War era. Okay. So it's um, everything's perfect, you know, has to be period correct. And it's difficult to get locations and uh, scheduling with all the crew, stuff like that. It's, and, and when you don't have a huge budget, it makes it tough, you know, to get everybody on board. And we were just about to wrap it up and um, and then the virus hit. And Well, you think that'd be perfect for a time period. <laughs> right? That's like, just yeah. call it a plague. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's yeah. got to wear masks. Yeah, it's a little... You know, nineteen the Spanish flu. It was a little, little later, but uh, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, but the um, one of the main actresses, they she she kind of just they had an issue and they got to had to recast her. So there's a lot of scenes they got to go back and now shoot oh. with the, the new actress, and so that's just a you know it's ongoing. And then uh, Vixens and Villains, it's been a slow go to. It's they're shooting that over in Texas. Okay. And um, and what's that? It's just um. It's a typical drug lord, dirty cop type okay. action-packed movie. Uh, one of those kind of deals where um, there's some crooked investigators that are involved with this local high-end drug paraphernalia ring. And, you know, you got beautiful girls and the fast cars and the the big briefcases of money and dope. You know that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay, excellent. Now, so, speaking uh, of, of uh, police officers and everything, like, it looks like you, you play a detective in that, but it's not. it looks like you play a, a detective a lot, actually. Someone just said, like, this guy has got yeah. the detective look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, I get cast as a, a uh, detective a lot, and um, I don't mind. It's simple. They're very, very, usually it's very, very uh, easy character to, to, to turn to the you know, detective guy, just be very... Very even keel, very serious. Yeah. You know, and, um, but yeah, I play those guys a lot. I, I play, um, a lot of times a, a killer of some sort, but, uh, more of a, yeah, you know, like a, I don't know what you'd call it, uh, the a clean cut guy, but it's <laughs> yeah. a little crazy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of guy, you know, whatever you call it. So, um, that's how casting sees me a lot of times. I mean, every actor is different. You know, casting sees every actor different based on how they look. 
It's funny that they see you as either the really good guy or the really bad guy. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, so contrast. He's one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I look I look at a lot of your uh, your uh, shots and I think, well, this guy like I could say easily military movie or special forces or something, and then um, to to yeah. see a lot of the, the parts that you've done is uh, quite a mix of good and bad. So uh, it's kind of like all in that. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done a lot of military stuff, man. Uh, but yeah, I've heard that many times from others. And uh, I, I've auditioned for several projects that involved it was a military thing. But, um, you know, I think a lot of times you're looking for um, more muscular, bigger guys. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just kind of slim dude. And so I don't think uh, that's the reason why I don't get cast on those kind of roles a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it depend on, depending on the part, I could see... Uh... You know where they're they're looking for that uh, the next Arnold Schwarzenegger for those military movies, but uh, you know I think yeah, in, in yeah, realism, like there's a lot of guys who are are quite big when you're looking at uh, Marine Corps or or Navy SEALs and stuff like that. But uh, I I think there are probably more people of your build than there there are of those others. So uh, exactly, they they need yeah. to be a little bit more mm-hmm. realistic with their with their roles, maybe. Yeah, no, they're just uh, you know stereotypes, stereotypes, man. It's uh, how people see what their whatever their vision is and the casting director's vision they think they need to see and, yeah. um you know I, I had a big uh part well i didn't get the part. i had a big callback for a uh um lionsgate entertainment the movie called uh, undercover brother two okay um, yeah oh nice That's yeah awesome. you, First one. remember part one right yep. That's great uh part part two didn't have the have the have the guy that we all know i forget his name but the hilarious dude from deuce bigelow Yep, but yep. uh but it still is a good movie uh i watched it when it came out on amazon and but uh i had auditioned for the uh, role of the uh the uh racist uh barroom uh the bartender in the biker bar yeah. okay yeah and and they loved it and they called me back in i met with the director and the producer and uh, it was between me and one other guy and um, they called my agent and blocked out my dates i thought i had it but I didn't get it, and so when I watched the movie when it came out, I saw the guy that they did cast, which is funny. I saw him leave the building when I came in to meet with the director. So, oh, um, see, had you yeah, known, you just could have tripped him, and it would have been fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had an accident. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> but, guy uh, now bashed his no. face up really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sleeping with the fishes. Yep. Uh, no, um, it. Gray's a great actor, but it's just a complete contrast of who I am, you know. I mean, um, this guy looked rough. He was, you know, he was a heavy set guy, long hair, beard. Yeah, they went with that big kind of biker, classic biker look. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't. I thought they liked what I did as an actor, but I don't think I was quite the image that they were looking for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, things, things go different acting. ways, right? With a biker kind of image. Is there a particular yeah. role like you could think off off the top of your head that uh, that you'd really want to play that you haven't even gotten the chance to audition for? Yeah, like a just a normal drama, you know, um, type story would, would be great. Okay. With no mm-hmm. nobody dying. Uh, you know, just a uh, <laughs> drama without like a, death. A, maybe, a, maybe a, <laughs> an uplifting, you know, uh, love story or just a typical drama. Nothing, uh, you know, nothing. Nothing too extreme. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. that'd be cool. I'd, uh, I don't see those. All right, that's cool. Um, if if you had a a chance to to do, uh, have, have you ever thought about like doing like a superhero character? Well, yeah, I would, but uh, there again, uh, you know, we have to do a few cycles of steroids and hit the gym for a little while to be a. Uh, Get uh, prepared for that role. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't they have like like that weird new vegetable thing that everybody's supposed to be? What is what is that thing that uh, <laughs> supposed to get you ripped really fast? <laughs> I don't know some weird <laughs> some weird. Oh, fruit it's or something vegetable. different every year. Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. Whatever the know, actors are supposed to be doing nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you you look like you play a good like Warshak from uh yeah from the Watchmen. from the Watchmen. Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just just uh, from seeing well, his photos. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. you could definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, man. I, um, you know, I see I see different types of characters, but it usually involves you know either a cop or uh, I've auditioned for some shows as a you know Russian gangster, 
Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, Middle Eastern, uh, not Middle Eastern, but uh, Eastern European type character of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have to learn the accent? Just, just based off. Uh, the, the accent is a problem. I'll have to, I, I have to really practice with great links because I have a natural Southern accent Yeah, yeah. and I have to, you know, get rid of that or try to make, make it go away. So if I have lines and it's maybe speaking a Russian accent, I have to like practice my lines in that accent until I have it perfect. But it doesn't mean I can just speak on the, on the fly in a Russian accent. It's, mm-hmm. I just can't do it. I have to like really know what I'm going to say make sure I pronounce everything 100% correctly <laughs> without sounding like a redneck Russian. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's I'm, from, I'm from Southern Russia. <laughs> <laughs> you mean China? No, Russia. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always find it very interesting when, uh, when English actors, um, like from from Britain, England, uh, you know, like the singers sound more American English than than Americans do, uh, and and uh, the same impressive. goes with like the actors. Like it's like they can turn their accents on and off at will. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like wondering for someone who has such a very thick Southern accent, like how easy that would be. So it's it's uh, it's interesting that you really have to put a lot of focus into that. And uh, see, Canadians, yeah. we're we're very uh, accent neutral, so <laughs> we can pull off anything we want. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys are just uh, very, you know, like what would, what would we call a middle America accent is what we would, a non-regional, you know, like a central United States era, you know, with kind of what your guys, what your accent sounds like, you know, it, yep. it, there is not, there is no accent. <laughs> but, uh, oh, fuck yeah, bud. South, we can go man. outside and take a couple hockey sticks and go shoot some puck. And, you know, talk about there. <laughs> okay, all right. So, the, well, the you know, be on Fargo, man. I, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I can hear, I can hear the Canadian a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like some girl, some beautiful girl from Europe is like, you know, speak to me in that accent that I love. The Canadian guy's like, oh, fuck, go outside for a dart, Yankee Doodle Dandy, and I'll do the thing, you know? I'm so hot right now. Said no woman ever. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not asking for the southern guy either. He's not like, hey, babe, before so, give him some sugar. Looking good, then James over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, goodness. So let's maybe jump over to our second section of our show and uh, we'll get into Maddie G's rapid fire questions. Here we go. <laughs> what made-up word would you register into the English language? Chew. Chube? Chew? Yeah, shube. Shube. Okay. Shube. Do you have Love a definition it. for shube? Yeah. It's like, you know, shube, man. What's going on? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I cool. like it. I like it. All right. What's the scariest dream you've ever had? Hmm. That's, uh, well, you know, uh, it involved uh, me running through the woods, and I had a bear chasing me, and I couldn't get away. <laughs> that's the scary. That's, I don't have nothing good for you, but that's uh, just factual. Yep. So That's actually yep. really common. Um, a, a majority of our answers are actually like people running from something. Yeah. So I was actually chased by a bear wow. when I was younger. Yep. My, really? Yeah, I, was, I lived out on the, the West Coast in, in uh, B.C., and... Um, uh, hey my... Tony, bring <laughs> back my picnic basket. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I my my mom and I were walking through the the hills up there, and uh, we came across a, a bear that uh, basically was chasing us. And my mom was ended up running so fast and holding my wrist that I was literally feet were not touching the ground. And um, we, we we eventually kind of went off a a hill, and the the bear was like, "Nah, I'm not I'm not going down there." <laughs> so... <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mercy of a lazy bear. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Thank God that bear was lazy. <laughs> All right. Man, we should call this slow trigger period, questions man. with sidebars. Yeah. Because that's what it always ends up being. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here. What uh what superpower would you pick if you could? Time travel. Ah. Sick. We nice. haven't had that one yet. Nope. Nice. That's excellent. Uh what's your earliest childhood memory? 
uh, riding a tricycle around a bunch of fire ants, and I fell over in them. Oh, crazy. Oh, damn. Uh, what yeah, makes you the happiest? Uh, sitting in the ocean on a surfboard, waiting on a wave. Hey, nice. What foreign language would you learn? Spanish. Okay. What decade or era would you like to live in? I like to live in the 50s and 60s era. Yeah, good choice. I like the 50s. Do you have a go-to joke? And if so, what is it? I don't know, man. I'd have to... No? I don't know. I'll have, have, have to pay attention right. to that more often. Maybe I do. Yeah. Next time next time you're on the show, you'll you'll have a go-to yeah. joke for us. It'll be better for you on sets, too, or while you're waiting. Okay. Yep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. What was the first movie that made you cry? Oh, wow. It's from the South. They don't um, cry. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh, when Thanos snapped, cool? he should have <laughs> took everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, man, I was kind of, I was kind of, kind of bummed about the ET. You know. Uh, the yeah, old, yeah. No, it's a good one. Actually, a lot of people cry. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good, good, good answer and a good segue to my next question. Uh, do you believe in aliens? Yes, I do. All right. Sweet. Well, how would you spend a hundred mil? Hmm. How would I spend a hundred mil? I'd probably give away eighty percent of it to people who actually needed it, not charities, but direct people. And the remaining part, I just found me a beach house and live life. Yep. I love it. That's, That's great. great yeah. So many people go into like purchases right away and you're giving things away. So uh, remember us. No. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, you don't need that much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just need enough to buy my beach house and just to buy some groceries and, and just uh, go fishing, man. That's it. That's living. Simple That's man. all I want to do. I love it. It's good. Yep. What, what exotic animal would you domesticate if you could? A bear. <laughs> you wouldn't be chased by them that's a good yeah <laughs> there goes that dream <laughs> oh what, what's your, yeah what's your what's your what's your biggest pet peeve what gets on your nerves i don't like people when they eat and they lick their fingers oh yeah that yeah. doesn't crazy man yep that's what napkins that. are for yep, yep. Especially when they're really greasy, yeah, and they make that smacking sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or just my, my yeah. thoughts are, I'm like, when does it? Did, 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 have they washed their hands in the past twenty minutes? You know, <laughs> it's like just not, not, not. Ugh, nasty, man. It'd be funny yeah. if you change your answer to people that describe people licking their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the last thing that you did just for yourself? I played my guitar and sang some songs, man. I do that for me. I, that's it. I don't, uh, yeah, that's the last time I've, you know, I've, lately I've been working a lot. <laughs> so yeah. I haven't really uh, done much. Um, but yeah, that's the last thing I've done for myself. Take a little time that's out. Good. That's good. I play too. So it's, it's definitely therapeutic. I find. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, man. Uh, what holiday would you erase from the calendar if you could? Uh, I don't know how to say this. Um, <laughs> it's okay if it's Valentine's Day. I'm a Christian Day, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'll say this. I, I'm a Christian guy, and but I feel like Christmas, the reason why it's done is, is not for the same reason. And no, the whole buying all the gifts and everything is just... You monster! Exactly. I, think, I think it's not good. <laughs> you know? No, no. You know what? Um, it's funny that you say that because yeah. it's uh, it's not the first time we've had that answer, yeah. and it's just with the with the commercialization of what Christmas has become, it's a lot different than than what it was. Uh, you know, even even fifty years ago. So yeah. yeah, you know, this is this is why I try to teach. Yeah, I try to teach my children about the uh, about the spirit of the holiday and not so much the giving of the toys. And uh, it's not to say my kids yeah. don't get a ton of crap, but um, it, it's really like if, if I could honestly, if I was in charge of Christmas morning, it'd be like, let's go to a soup kitchen for the first half of the day. 
and let's help other people and, and yeah. let's uh, serve people and stuff. So uh, it's it's true. Yeah, um, true. Thank you, Coca Cola, for for making the recent iteration of Santa Claus that everybody believes it uh, brings toys constantly, as opposed to the spirit and the, the religious aspect behind it. But uh, you know, it is what it is. I'll go on and rant. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's kind of yeah, it's a it's a tough one, man. It's uh, you know, but but yeah, the commercialization is is just ridiculous. Yeah. You know? The, the meaning of it is just gone. It's not even the same. Anything that says you have to buy gifts or else you don't love the person pisses me off. Like, it, it, do it because you exactly. want. Do it because you love them. Don't do it because if you don't, you'll be scorned. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Love is transactional. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, unless All you're right. a prostitute, in which case it is. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I mean, you know, I mean, hey, that's, hey, they, that's what they buying, pay their you know? taxes. <laughs> no, Matt, I don't think they do pay their taxes. I think that's the point. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Hey, maybe that's a good career segment then. Yep. Hooker accountant. Yep. You know what? Sex, sex worker. We'll get that on there. We'll get a sex worker on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. Watch those ratings, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we get one on the show. She's like, I am Helen. <laughs> Anthony, where'd you get this guest? <laughs> yeah, Tony, not 75-year-old sex worker. But they've got tons of experience. jeez. <laughs> uh, All right. Oh, All right. Next question. What do you do when you can't fall asleep? Oh, well, true story. I just kind of uh, I, I, I start reading uh, random articles on my phone, man. I just, I just, I, you know, instead of reading actually. a book like yep. I probably would have done years ago, that's what I do now. Yeah, I do yep. the same thing. That's actually my go-to. <clears throat> yeah, but it can't um, be a problem. Uh, you, if you find something too interesting, man, it keeps you up. You know, so I, know. I think it's. I don't think it's the articles. Yeah. I think it's the blue light that does it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? And I have a blue light filter on my phone just for that purpose. Oh, there you I go. Read the same thing. Yeah. yeah good to see you're using it. Very... <laughs> Maybe yeah, if you yeah. read articles about blue light, then it cancels it out. <laughs> no, that just bore the crap out of me. I definitely go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question: What uh, what yeah. activity makes you totally lose track of time? Oh man, well. Anything outdoors, man. Uh, yeah, I like uh, fishing and you know, surfing, and uh, I like hiking. Uh, so I anything, just an activity where uh, I'm not having to worry about what time it is, mm -hmm. is uh, is ideal. Uh, so, yeah, outdoors when you see the sun going down, you realize, oh, geez, I lost track of time. <laughs> yeah, like it must be kind of late. Sure, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the the trick so, is I found growing up is. Um, you know you've been out for for a good chunk of time. When the fish start biting, they stop biting. They start biting again. Yep. That's 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 uh, yeah. That's, that's a, how we always describe a good day. Yep. Yeah, that's a good analogy, man. <laughs> um, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? The best thing I've ever eaten is uh, a little village down in Florida called uh, Mayport. Uh, Mayport yeah. Village. They have their own shrimp. They're called Mayport shrimp. They catch them locally. And there's a little place there, uh, and they sell the maple shrimp, and they're just specially steamed, and you dip them in uh, butter, and uh, it's the best thing on this earth, man. I've never had anything better. That sounds amazing. Right I love Good. shrimp. Tony's oh, not man. a seafood guy, but I love it. Yeah. Except for yeah, coconut shrimp. For some reason, is the one thing I love. Yeah, oh, breaded meat yeah. fried. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, couple, two last questions. All right. Have you ever had a crush on a fictional character? And if so, who was it? And this could be like old TV shows or. You know, I was in the Family Guy for a long time. And uh, what's the uh, old Peter's wife? Uh, Lois Griffin. Lois? Lois Griffin. Yeah, man. Yep. It's kind of hot. I love it. I can see I that. love it. Yep. Cool. Like the for the cartoons, man. Yep. If she's yep. into Peter, she's got to be into some pretty freaky stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. 
<laughs> Safety word is banana. <laughs> <laughs> and the last question, number twenty. What's the what's your favorite podcast that you've been on in the last twelve hours? Well, that's a no brainer, man. You guys, dude. <laughs> hey, all right. On. We don't want them all. We don't want them all. So, <laughs> well, um, we're kind of wrapping the the show up there, Eric. But would you uh, would you would you like to pitch anything or social media where people can find you? Uh, sure, man. Um, my IMDb page. Just go to my IMDb. Uh, just look for search for Eric James Morris. That's my full name. Uh, just you can see what we got going on, what's coming up that uh, that I'm getting credited for, and. Um, yeah, that's the best place. And then come to Facebook as well, and you can find my personal um, my personal page, which is just Eric Morris and the number two. Okay. And uh, then my professional page is just Eric James Morris. So that's really the best place to find me. I mean, uh, I do Instagram, but I'm not real active. But okay. that's just Eric James Morris with no spaces. Perfect. Well, we'll uh, make sure we put that up on our guests page for anybody who is on the road and listening right now and would like to check it out later. Yeah, sure. Um, and there's a, 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 an independent project that we did recently called Justice on Trial. Um, it's a um, pretty good movie. It's a, about a, it's a pretty dark story about a young uh, uh, black kid in the 1950s Mississippi named Emmett Till. Um, I play uh, Roy Bryant, who was on trial for the murder of Emmett Till. And um, so it, that... Uh, pretty powerful thing if you watch for it it's out there it's getting a lot of a uh, headway because of the story and um that that expo the fbi actually opened that story back up recently because they found out roy bryant's wife was lying uh, about what uh Emmett Till supposedly said to her to just to, to make to possibly cause them to have the violence that they had against the young man very wow. sad story if you're not familiar with it if you get a chance to see it check it out cool we'll check that out and we'll put that up as well Excellent. Well, we really appreciate you uh, taking some uh, time out of your day for us, and uh, hopefully we can uh, circle back around with you after this whole COVID thing and uh, have you back on the show at some point. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it, guys. I, I uh, had a good time talking to you. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. We you did too, too, man. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> All right. Well, great. Uh, we'll talk to you after the, hopefully soon. Sounds after great. The virus. <laughs> have a great night. Take care. Stay safe. Right, you too, guys. Okay. So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website, thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter is thefap4. You can get us on Instagram is the Fat Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook, the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and uh, you can always reach out via email, thefatpodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this podcast. Ah, not again. Wicked sweet. Eh. <laughs>